The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with your favorite guy and mine, my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland. G'day, Paul. Hello. Uh, and I guess we're going to start talking right about one of my favorite subjects. I uh, know. So for anyone that's new, there are a few things you should know about this show. When the last Fifty Shades of Grey came out, Paul was a trooper. He went and saw it. Nobody else I know did, but well, Paul I'm went and saw a, it. I'm on lists. I know I'm on a list. <laughs> For being the only guy in that theater that goes single, to that movie. <laughs> single guy in that theater. There were couples, <clears throat> and there were women in groups, and then there was me. <laughs> so, uh, and I had no problem getting about 14 seats to myself for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> no one wanted to sit near him. So uh, Paul went in and saw that movie that was just terrible. Mm. Nothing, you know, and, and I don't, I'm not putting out hate on the actors here. I need everyone to remember this was Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> so this wasn't exactly, you know, stellar material that they're working with but they have turned it into a third blockbuster film based on the book. And today we are going to have some people from the entertainment industry, a few different aspects, talking about sex, BDSM, and everything else. For those of you that remember, Paul, uh, in his life prior to The Militant Moderate, mm-hmm. and uh, was you, you, he, wor- he worked in porn, and he went by the name Peter O'Toole. So yeah, got to take the E off the end, otherwise you're just going to get the regular guy. Ah. Uh, yes. You went by Peter O'Toole. Yes, yes. And you and you got nominated for some AVNs and some different yeah. things. So uh, for <laughs> no wins, no wins. Four AVN nominations, two Expos Award nominations. Uh, you know, I don't know if that makes me the Susan Lucci of porn, but uh, <laughs> at least in that category, yeah. You know? <laughs> you've, got, you've got that. And then uh, so we're going to be chatting with Paul about it. You all know my assistant is a Dome in her spare time. She's a dominatrix thing. Apparently, the correct term is Dome. I was corrected. Uh, she's coming on the show to talk about this. And, and the she effect- loves that. Oh, so, boy, yeah. she hates yeah. 50 Shades of Grey. Well, no, she loves coming on the show. Just about, Oh, yeah, she uh, hates it. It's not on the same <laughs> level, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, she hates Fifty Shades of Grey more because she put herself on the show. Okay, so- that's, that's, that's really fair. That's a fair yeah. point. She hates Fifty Shades of Grey more. We have uh, Jared Fiora, who is an MMA fighter. He's opening a nonprofit gym right now for free MMA for everyone, basically. Um, a competitive fighter, one of the youngest black belts in the country, really great guy. He's coming on the show because in his spare time, he's into this too. And they're going to get mad at me for saying into this. And then, of course, right. author of uh, uh, which they will fully they will, they will fully get to explain what their kink is. Okay. Yes, they will yes. fully get to okay. explain this. 
And then so, Wendy they'll knew state that- their name, their occupation, their kink. So you know that way we <laughs> that, that way we'll keep things organized. But Jared teaches kids. We better keep this. We better keep this good. Um, uh, he, the- he's the one coming on the show. Sorry, kids. <laughs> so you better explain what is kink exactly. It's very specific terms. Yeah. Uh, we have Wendy Newman, author of 101 first da- 151 First Dates. Yeah, yeah, friend um, of the show. Friend think, of the show. Yeah, she yeah. comes on a fair amount. With, actually, right now, her book is being turned into a television series. Oh, it's a television um, series now. Okay. It, it was. It was. They were looking at it as a film, and now it's a television mm-hmm. series because that's, that's entertainment for you. <laughs> oh, that just means there's too much material to put in one thing. So yep. there you go. So it's going to be Same. a television series. Um, and Wendy, in her private life, is into the BDSM scene. Now, I thought about bringing on um, a couple of girls we've had on the show, but I didn't want to bring anyone who was in it from the porn perspective. I wanted to bring in people that genuinely lived this and see how they felt about Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, more more like the personal lifestyle as opposed to professional work work. Exactly. Although I think my my assistant brings it into her work life because if you've ever heard her shout at me. It's not like you don't deserve it every once in a while. I'm just saying. (laughs) That's fair. fair. I usually. So we have a very interesting show for you today. We have a whole bunch of people that live this lifestyle and then there's Paul and I. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Not being judgmental at all. (laughs) I'm going to be eating popcorn and listening. So I'm looking forward to this. This should be very, very interesting. Uh, we've had an we've had a terrible week, really, in for pop culture. Mm. It's been swallowed up by Taylor Swift drama and Cindy Crawford's kid getting a tattoo of his sister. Uh, okay, that's a little. Uh, uh, that was a little what? weird. I have to give you that. How old is the sister, and what is the tattoo it's, like? It's the same on his um okay. forearm. He's uh, an adult. She's sixteen. But it's their siblings. Their siblings. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I can. That. That can happen. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Everyone's kind of like the, the freaking out on the internet, and I, I don't care. Like, right? I mean, if your if your son put uh, uh, the tattoo, the name of your daughter on his arm, you know where it came from a place of love, right? I would take a belt sander to my children if they got a tattoo. Okay, there's the whole tattoo issue, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. <laughs> You get what I'm saying. Aside from my threats of child abuse, yes, I don't Mm -hmm. really see a terrible problem with it. Please don't report me for threatening to take a belt sander to my children if they got a tattoo. (laughs) Um, That that is one of the house rules. We don't do tattoos. Mm. And then, of course, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. And Kanye West quit Instagram again. Oh, Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone, like, who the fuck cares about these people anymore? Does anyone out there, I am asking you, audience, please catch me on Twitter, catch me. Tell me, does anybody fucking care about the Cardassians anymore? I don't know what the ratings are, but, you know, they're still going, so there you go. Then They're dropping, and I get it. Like, I am so sick of their drama. You want drama? I like my life is drama. I can give you drama. Paul's like I like I know a lot of people who have legitimately dramatic lives that don't have to fake cry and do ugly face to get attention. I I yeah. love Chris Jenner. Like she is she she is an I I think she is 
brilliant. Look what she did. She had dumb children, and she managed <laughs> and she managed to give them careers. She somehow managed to get all of her daughters' careers, no matter what kind of skill set they had. Yes, like yeah. that's brilliant to me. I don't understand why this whole show isn't about Chris Jenner's brilliance. Well, yeah, I remember a friend asking me, "Is like, what is the appeal?" Of Kim Kardashian. Why is everybody so interested? And, and my response was, no, wait till she turns around. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There you go, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why. So Whatever. I had a better ass than Kim Kardashian. I'm sorry. I got to yeah. say that. I had a really nice ass. Um, and I didn't have to do shit all for it. My mom had a really nice ass. I know yeah. lots of girls with a really nice ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, you know, but somehow hers is worth like a couple of hundred million dollars or something like that so things probably yeah. in, insured by Sotheby's at this point I just I don't get it there I don't think she's not an unattractive woman but I don't think mm. she's an overly attractive woman that blonde model what's a face with the really big boobs she's a pretty woman mm, okay not exactly narrowing it down blonde uh, model really big boobs everyone got on her for being plus size or something she did a World of Warcraft ad oh Kate Upton yeah, she's okay, pretty to there me. We go. Kate Upton's gorgeous. Yeah, she is. So is Kim Kardashian. I've seen Kim Kardashian without makeup. She looks like a hobbit. Like, I get where they were coming from on South Park. I've seen a lot of actresses without their makeup. And there's a reason the makeup artists get paid the big bucks. Hell, they even made me look tolerable. A few I, times. Get, I get that. But I modeled. I worked with a lot of these women. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of these women. And you have really nice people in the world who believe mm-hmm. it or not even some of the reality stars are decent people mm-hmm. then you have retards like I'm, I'm, I'm really I'm looking for I, I don't know how to say this and be sensitive to a handicapped <laughs> community because comparing Kim Kardashian to somebody that is mentally handicapped is an insult to people that are mentally handicapped right uh, how about simple maybe they're just simple but that that's it I would have followed what the, the I, Amber Rose to me is much more interesting than Kim Kardashian follow her Follow Brianna. <laughs> Shit, at least she's got some talent. There are people you can follow, and I don't get the Kim Kardashian craze. I just don't. And It's a modern-day soap opera. I never really got soap operas either, but, you know, they're a thing. Yeah, as, long as, as long as people keep watching, they'll keep making it. I get it, but maybe I, I think my life is such a soap opera that I don't want that kind of drama, and I don't get it. I have a, a husband that, you know, I'm separated from a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, two adopted kids. I, I work all the time. Like, you know, my is a fucking soap opera, Paul. I, I get it. But, I mean, there was a point in the Kardashians where I, I did actually, it, when uh, Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner. That's and then pissed everyone off by coming out as a Republican. That's interesting to me. That was just, that was like, really? Okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 was, that was a fun watching social media blow up after that happened. I See, I didn't care that he was a Republican. I didn't care that he was Caitlin. I didn't care about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because right. I don't fucking care. <laughs> That's, Paul, I cannot stress enough how much I don't care about these people. I don't understand why they're still in media. Paris Hilton was more interesting. Mm. At least she- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I think the Kardashian had more words. I'm just saying. They, they did. Yeah, they had more access to more words. You know. I'm not, but at least hey, at least she gave to animals. <laughs> like, sure. I'm, oh my God, I'm defending Paris Hilton. This although I have sunk to Paul. I yeah, I get it, and she did have a much better sex tape. So there's that. So you know. There okay. you go. Let's base this on sex tapes. Can we please go back to the days that we were following Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie? Good God. Yeah. At least The Simple Life had a premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah, that's, so that's just how it works. So people and want it, what they want. And it didn't have Scott Disick. And I think what uh, Nicole isn't she on a TV show that's doing pretty well right now? A sitcom or something like that? I think she's on like Newsroom or something like that. I have no idea. I mm-hmm. know she's sister-in-law's with Cameron Diaz. Yeah, well, there's that, yeah. That's that's literally all I know about her. She's Cameron Diaz's sister-in-law. And Lionel Richie's kid. So that's yes. about it. Yeah. That's There is the extent of what I know about her. I know. But we are struggling to give a shit here. You know, that's just how it works. YouTube is more interesting than television now. What the fuck, Paul? I I know this is not direct, like your fault. No, what the fuck? no, I, it, it is partially my fault. I watch most things on YouTube these days, so me too. You know, just on demand, whatever I want, you know. I like YouTube better. Don't judge me. I work in the film industry, and I like YouTube. Guys, when we come back, we are going to be on with your favorite doctor and mine, Doctor Ross, talking about all things healthy, wealthy, and wise in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul and I are probably going to gripe some more about the Cardassians during the break. We'll see you when we come back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer-Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever given any thought to what is behind your insurance coverage? Many of us don't think of it as more than that premium you pay on a regular basis. Of course, until you actually need to use it. On CYA with Rhonda, you'll learn to cover your assets and find out what all of that insurance mumbo-jumbo really means. If you're looking for a lucrative career option, Rhonda Lukey will explain how to get into the insurance business. Listen live every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's going on with Dr. Russ, but we have to say he is a doctor, so he's actually in demand. We'll let you know when he comes on. But Paul and I, during the break, we're talking about Fifty Shades of Grey, Dakota Johnson. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this film. Uh, well, considering we haven't seen it, it's kind of hard to say, actually. So, you know, I had to uh, see the first one. <laughs> I saw the first two and they were garbage. I mean, you know, but bleh. you know, we'll bring up more of those points when we have the other guests on. I, I for cutting out the BDSM standpoint, mm-hmm. I know this show is going to be about BDSM. Right. But how how do you get into that? Like, how does this what is the appeal, people? We, For God's we, sake! I, the, I think we're going to have to ask our guests that because I don't we, know we if got nothing. Can, I don't like. I don't know if either of these actors can act. I know the director can direct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the man, the last, the director of the last two, James Foley, he directed Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh well. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Well, what happened was a $38 million opening weekend. So, I don't know why. Why was there a $38 million opening weekend? I don't know, but there's a lot of men out there who are owed some really good sex from the pe- from their girls that made them go watch that movie. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so you think that's the bribe? Like, take them there. They're going to be thinking of, like, Dorian Gray. Is it no, Dorian? They're, uh, Julian? Uh, Christian, Christian Gray. Christian Gray. Christian <laughs> Dor- Gray. Who's I, Dorian Gray? Dorian Gray is from. No, it's I'm Jamie. Thinking. Jamie Dorian is the actor's name, I believe. I, I think so, but there is Dorian Gray is a character from one of the films where he his portrait ages, but he doesn't. Oh no no no! That's uh, oh oh! Somebody on Twitter tell that that yeah okay. That's, Something great. I know what you're talking about. Where he doesn't age, but the folk, but the painting in the attic does. Yes, that's an old story. It's a really mm-hmm. old story. So I'm I'm mixing all of this up. Excuse my pop culture right now. I'm I'm half retarded. I swear I normally know this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Christian Grey, right? This guy comes in, tells her what to do, mm-hmm. punches yeah. some dude for trying to kiss her. Like I I have to say. I'm more than capable of punching a guy for kissing me myself. <laughs> I have done that plenty of times. The chick's a dormouse. I, I genuinely think she is going to teach everyone to be a dormouse. Uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't get it. But, you know, it. Oh, I think I said before that, you know, I, with, with the success of the first two movies, I'm like, so... Is it that women like sex that's a little bit rapey? No! <laughs> like, on behalf of women, no. Yeah, we do not I, like I rapey. already knew the answer to that question, but that's what the that's kind of what the message of the thing is, right? A little bit, right? Lex, I know you're listening in, tagging. I'm tapping you in. Mm-hmm. 
come on, Lexi, you got to come in here. You can actually add something to this. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Guys, this is my assistant, Alexis. I was actually, I was, I was listening in, but I wasn't actually listening, listening. So what, what am I tapping in on? What is the point of, like, Paul was saying, do women like sex a little bit rapey? I'm saying no. Yeah. We're trying to figure right. out the appeal of Fifty Shades of Grey. Personally, I think, this is just my personal opinion, um, I think the, the best kind of sex is sex that you want, sex that's consensual. I've been assaulted. Wow. I've been assaulted by men in the industry. And in today's climate, rapey is not a fucking good thing. It wasn't a good thing years ago. It's not a good thing now. Well, that's why I had to say kind of, because she was, she was like, she wanted it to happen. So that's what I mean by kind of, you know, because she did consent to what was happening to her, right? Yeah, yeah I suppose she, she did. Kind so of that's, did. What I mean, that's what I mean by kind of, you know? What do you mean kind of? Lex, you, you've read these books. <clears throat> Basically, it all goes off of perception. Me tying some guy down and fucking him. It goes in a different category than, you know, obviously he's willing because he signs a contract, first of all. Um, okay, H- hold up, hold up. Explain what you mean by you fucking a guy. I have to say this because the first time she said this to me, I was like, you guys had, oh, you had sex. She's like, not exactly. So one of the things I'm into personally is pegging. Well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alexis, please explain that to our listeners who better ah. be oh. <laughs> using a strap-on with a prosthetic penis and performing anal on a male. I did not know what this was until I met Alexis. She has broadened my horizons. <laughs> okay, so you've been accused of being a little bit rapey. <laughs> so, well, again, it's kind of because I'm assuming the guy's okay with it and isn't just like lying on the couch not expecting anything, you know? I mean, there is consent there. That is the most important thing, yes. I believe, in the BDSM movement is consent. All right, uh, Dr. Ross is here. We're going to pull him on. Uh, Really quickly, I know we are running behind. I'd like to pull Dr. Ross on. Lex, we will get right back to this. Mm -hmm. And Lex, you've got to come see these these, uh, emojis that I'm getting sent. Guys, I'd like to welcome to the show Dr. Ross. Dr. Ross, welcome to the show. Thank you, Summer. So you came in on a pretty interesting part. Um, We have some very, very interesting questions for you this week. Oh, and some I think they're going to be related to this, aren't they? They're not. Oh, okay. Thank God. Okay. All right. There we go. (sighs) So our first question for Dr. Russ is, how do you lose weight as you get older? From Craig in Hillsborough, Texas. Well, uh, it's a kind of an ambiguous question because we naturally lose weight as as we grow older, uh, and there are certain age-related processes that lead to natural weight loss that are not uh, disease-related, uh, like muscle atrophy. We we all have experienced that as time goes on. Uh, but if you eat, if you exercise and eat healthfully, no matter what your age. Uh, you will look and feel better uh, 
with exercise. Let me make it clear that we naturally lose weight rather than gaining weight as, as time goes on. That's interesting. Our next That's why question. This question's a bit uh, ambiguous. Clear to me. Um, now, if you're older and and gaining weight, uh, that that could indicate uh, um, underlying health issues, thyroid or uh, diabetes, medical problems. But uh, uh, naturally, you you tend to lose weight. You know, the average. 80-year-old weighs a lot less than the average 40-year-old. So That makes sense. Our next question is from Olympia in China Grove, North Carolina. How do I speed up my metabolism and lose weight without exercise? Uh, that, that would be from Olympia in China Grove, North Carolina. Uh, uh, Olympia, there is a, a weight loss medication called Phentermine uh, that does exactly what you're looking for. That's available by uh, prescription. You mentioned without exercise, and while it's difficult to lose weight via exercise, uh, and I always mention the fact that if you walk 35 miles or five miles a day for a week, excuse me. You're right, Dr. Ross? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, five hours, five miles a day for a week, that, that will result in a one-pound weight loss, which most people say would doesn't sound like a lot, but... Um, on the other hand, it's still necessary to exercise for good health. The American Heart Association recommends at least a half an hour most days of the week. So that's just to maintain uh, good health. Um, I, I would say to your listener, you might also consider the new Palm Springs diet, uh, which also requires no exercise. Uh, it will be available shortly at uh, the new com. so stay tuned for that. We're not quite live yet, but any minute We're getting now. there. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I, the, I promise. The minute we go live, I will let you guys know. Our next question is from Doris in Mami, Ohio. Mami, Ohio. Mommy. I'm, I'm not even trying to pronounce this. Uh, how do I lose weight and keep my body from being saggy after losing weight? My body looks like a melting version of itself after the baby. I feel you, Doris. <laughs> well, the best uh, solution, Doris, is exercise and tincture of time. Uh, sometimes uh, surgeries like paniculectomies are useful if your belly's dropping below the waistline. Um, I would ask Doris if she walks or lifts weight, lifts weights. Uh, uh, if you just continue to do your your workouts and uh, and be patient, uh, uh, I think that's uh, the remedy that uh, you'll achieve the remedy that you're looking for. Uh, I like. I think that's good advice, Doctor Russ. Which was your favorite question this week? Well, um, 
I think the question about metabolism, it's something that's readily available uh, just by seeing your physician or uh, checking out uh, the New Palm Springs Diet website and, and uh, try that. Guys, I so suggest everyone... So question number two. Olympia, courtesy of Dr. Ross, will be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet. For everyone else, go to authorhouse.com, go to kennethrossmd.com, go to amazon.com. You can find the Palm Springs Diet everywhere. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal book, and we'll be talking to you about the new Palm Springs Diet uh, more next week because I know we are running a bit behind. Dr. Ross, thank you so much for being on. You're welcome, Summer. Thank you. Guys, when we come back, we are going to be talking about Fifty Shades of Grey and everything kinky. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Boland, my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we have a hell of an interesting topic for you today. We've been talking about Fifty Shades of Grey, and Paul and I have been jumping back and forth, but let's face it, we don't live the... uh, I, we're not experts. You want to know about movies? We got it. So we are actually bringing well, you. No, not only are we not experts, we're not even willing participants. So uh, <laughs> we're just here to judge. That's all. So 
I would like to welcome to the show uh, host of 151 West Days, Wendy Newman. Wendy, welcome to the show. Yeah, this is an awkward Hi, thanks for having yeah, me back. Yeah. Hi, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this. I also want to welcome to the show a very good friend of mine, MMA fighter and owner of Free MMA, which is a free MMA gym, an MMA gym, competitive fighter, um, Jared Fiorda. Welcome to the show, Jared. Hi, thanks for having me on. So I'd like you both to talk a little bit about yourself and tell everyone what you're into a little bit before we get into Fifty Shades of Grey. Alexis kind of announced it to the world and then started sexually harassing A-Rod, who's producing and the technician here, the guy that's running the show, so we're lucky we didn't get kicked off. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what's gone on during the break. So if you guys would tell everyone a little bit about yourselves, Wendy, can we start with you, Dal? Yeah, so I'm Wendy Newman. I'm the author of 121 First States, and that's about my experience on 121 First States. And if they wouldn't tie me up, I didn't ever go out with them again. That was my criteria. Now! <laughs> I like yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure that I've had a few dates that that wasn't in the... Well, I should probably stop talking now. Moving on. <laughs> that, that was, <laughs> all right, Jerry. Yeah. yeah, I got warrants. All right, moving on. Okay. <laughs> But, you know, that was part of my dating experience was trying to sort out, is someone compatible for me? And on top of that, I've been kinky for about 17 years. So that wasn't something that was going away. Could they match me in that space as well and also present as a great partner? I like yeah. that. Jared, what about you? Well, uh... I am a professional MMA fighter under the name of Jared the Bear Fiorda. I own Free MMA Gym, which is a nonprofit organization to try and help kids off the streets and get them a little bit more experience in martial arts and give them some discipline. And I also run a Twitter and Facebook account where I teach people, giving them little tips and tricks about fighting and how to support yourself as a fighter. We are more interested in your sex life, though. Yeah. I completely <laughs> missed the ball on that one. I was just trying to promote myself. <laughs> That's all I came for. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's, we're, we're totally I, um, fine with that. Time for your kink. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, as far as sex life goes, I'm a dom. I'm the uh, male version of what Alexis would be, minus the rapey. <laughs> minus the rapey. So you like willing good, participants. Good to know. <laughs> they don't have to be willing. They, they just can't be unwilling or, or resistant. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what does that mean? It means they just kind of go along with it. Gotcha. So they don't have to be willing, they just can't be unwilling. Yeah, they can't fight me. Uh. <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight you. I've seen you fight people. I can't imagine that turning out well. You punch people for money. Um, <laughs> it just, yeah. Okay. Oh, so love is so weird these days. My God. <laughs> what do you guys think of Fifty Shades of Grey and the phenomena behind it? I mean, oh, it gets their name out there as a BDSM community, but I think it uh, it kind of puts off the idea of BDSM in a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, in the second movie, we do realize that he's not really a BDSM. He's just wants to get even and uh, abuses women who look like his mother. Yeah, you know. the yeah, the whole around in the community. Are, are pretty clear that that's actually not how we do things. So consent is a big deal. It was a big deal before me, too. It was a huge deal in the BDSM community, and 
anyone knows anything about kinky people, they're all about getting the yes. They're, we don't do things that, you know, good kinksters do not do things that two people. They do things with people, with consent. Uh, that's a good way of putting it. They don't do things to people. They do things with people. Fair enough. Well, yeah. Now, Jared, I, I like that. Now, Jared was saying that he thinks it's bringing BDSM out there, but the concern is it's not bringing it out there in the right way. No, it's definitely not positive. Like you guys said, it talks about him just wanting to hurt women. It looks like his mother. Um, mm. I mean, I like butt stuff. I wouldn't be doing it with the intent of getting back on my mom. <laughs> So you're not thinking about your mom having anal sex with women. I never thought I'd hear those words. And I've heard so much in my life. Oh. Oh, okay, just go on. I'm just going to need a minute. All right, we'll just here. At this point, so my you... goal is just to make Paul more and more awkward throughout the conversation. Ah, uh, my head hurts. Okay, okay. So, so I'm going to take it. So is that is that with both of you? Uh, and I'll throw Alexis in here. It's not about your mother. No, it's not about my mother. <laughs> well, there's that. Good. Okay. <laughs> you wouldn't believe. So I have people. Um, the the working title, Wendy, by the way, for your uh, television show right now is 151 First Aids, which is why I keep calling it that, because we've been talking to Drew Barrymore. So the people that keep yeah. writing and saying that, that's why that's happening. It's called 121 First Aids. And if you get in there, you'll actually see catch little bits of this lifestyle in there. Uh, what drew you into this lifestyle, Wendy? First date number four of the 121 first dates a million years ago did something a little different than most people, and it wasn't that crazy. You know, I was having sex with my boyfriend, and he smacked me on the ass, and he pulled my hair, and he called me girl, and I went, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, okay, keep you know, going. That's not keep going. that's not that big of a deal, <laughs> right, right? I mean, but that's baby steps. Okay. Baby steps. All right, that was a baby step. <laughs> baby step. But, but it, it was the slightest thing. But I loved it so much, and when we broke up, I was really sad because not only was I sad that he wasn't going to be the right person for me, but now I had one more enormous thing to add to my checklist of things I needed, which is someone I didn't know it at the time, but I needed someone dummy. I needed somebody to take charge. And I, 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 the point that I want to make being on this little show today is that it's not that we're the weirdos on here that are kinky. I think what we all need to wrap our heads around, Paul, is we're all kinky. Every one of us. Oh, Even Paul the people. Is, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, everyone's Paul really, is plenty I'm, kinky. I, I, I'm into, like, uh, lesbian clown born. So, yeah, I mean, okay, I know. Okay, good. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. kinky. kinky. I mean... <laughs> There, well, there are people who like to have missionary position in the dark with one person for their whole marriage. That's that's one of the kickiest things I could think of. Hell, at this point, it'd I mean, be good for a weekend. Control <laughs> there. I, and and that's it. And I think people I think people miss that this is a very very common thing. But the the reference has been it's being treated in film the way homosexuality was for a really long time it's being treated as a taboo and so Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey is pushing this forward but for people in the community I don't know if it's being pushed forward in the right way you know you talked about losing a boyfriend um, and worrying that's one more thing to the list I've heard Alexis cry because she was losing a man's um, I, penis essentially didn't care about the man it's that that was leaving 
So uh, people all, yeah, she, she's had some really bad boyfriends, but cried over that. Um, people be really all. Good dick. <laughs> it was a really pretty dick. Okay. <laughs> I hate Hi, those dicks. It can be worth crying over. I'm right there with you, Alexis. <laughs> yeah, apparently you might have had the opportunity to take it. You might have had the opportunity to take it home with you. I mean, I'm just saying. Unfortunately, he wouldn't relinquish his rights. So I'm I'm going to ask you guys. Fifty Shades of Grey is, I I mean, um, it, it's a it's a monster at the box office. It's going forward. The this is the end of this series, but they've picked up additional series. Um, in this same realm, they're looking at doing a TV show about this, but it's all being done from the perspective perspective of this wealthy guy taking advantage of this really young, naive girl. All of them are being done that way. Uh, Paul put it better and than I've ever heard it put, and I keep using this quote. If Fifty Shades of Grey was set in a trailer park, it would be an episode of CSI. Mm. And so yeah. I, I keep using that quote. Mm. Do you... Even though it's bringing forward this dialogue, because this is a very normal part of people's sex lives. Uh, Jared is a mandated reporter. He works with children. Um, Wendy is an author. You know, you're, you're an entrepreneur. Alexis is a professional. The, you all have these very professional jobs. And you have this kick. Right. And everyone has this thing that they're into um i'm into like you give me a, a great opening weekend and i can damn near have an orgasm seriously like that's i love that everyone has their thing that they love uh on the flip side i'm one of those people that has uh what did you call me alexis sexually constipated and career obsessed yes okay that so other I'm, things Sexually constipated. No, just just the numbers. Uh, it's sexually constipated and career obsessed. As I've been called many times by Alexis, but this is normal. I work with a lot of people in this in the film industry. At least this is a very very normal thing. Do you think this coming out and being pushed this way is good or bad for the community? Oh, horrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's done a lot of damage, and I think it's done a lot of tainting, but it, it has brought, I mean, I certainly will never say, oh, thank God for Fifty Shades, that they brought it to the forefront. I will never say that. But, mm -hmm. but they yeah, are, Now they I can buy a strap on that Walmart. Lifting. You know, so yeah, there we go. All right. Mm -hmm. Alexis would love that. It brought it to light. It, it gave the BDSM community a face. Unfortunately, it first told people the improper way of doing BDSM and how to really hurt someone. And then told everyone else that we're rapists. So now, a couple of years ago, when the movie had come out, we're having on the radio show, and I said, "Incredibly interest, and it's going to cause death because they don't demonstrate how to actually go through this properly. People aren't doing their research. People are going to get hurt, and you know." About a week later, I Googled it and it said death for BDSM um, from Fifty Shades of Grey BDSM, and it started popping up. There, there have been a lot of deaths associated with that. For those that don't know, studios get sued all the time. Uh, Fifty Shades, people have sued over Fifty Shades of Grey because people have died. That is very, very true. Um, 
for you, Alexis, especially, I know you, you know, you're on a different side of it than Wendy is. Jared's a little different side of it than you are. You're all into different things, but from a common community standpoint, you, you're all saying that this isn't a very good thing for your community. I think it's unhealthy for little kids personally. Um, but do you think the saturation and the prevalence of BDSM in pornography now is making a difference? Tap in Paul. Again, reminder from earlier in the show, mm. Paul has a history in the porn industry, so mm. he's my expert here. Tap in Paul. Uh, well, I, I've seen better. I've been, there's a lot better acting in porn that was in this movie. Trust me. <laughs> you know, I've had, I've actually had nominations for actually uh, at being a porn thespian. And not get yeah, so I can't even get laid on a porn set, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the acting's not strong, and the message is wrong. I can tell you why it's selling to prepubescent girls, but I can't tell you the long-term damage. You know, I've got people writing in on Twitter. I'm on Twitter right now, asking me a lot of questions. The thing is, this is selling to 13-year-old girls. That is the demographic. This is Twilight fan fiction, and Twilight was all about celibacy. Save Yourself for Marriage. It was written by a Mormon and it was a metaphor. So do you think long-term this is going to do damage or do you think it's going to open up a way for some real shows, some real dialogue? Wendy? Well, I hope it opens up the space and that there is enough space for common sense to come forward and that we can speak about what it really is instead of what this fantasy is. And I, one of the things that is the most distressing is that people are just going out willy-nilly and just trying things out without knowing what they're doing, which can cause a lot of damage and death. So that concerns me. And then the other pieces, it's great if we have a platform to speak, but are we taken seriously? Because the message is we're damaged, we're broken, we've got mommy issues and daddy issues, and no, we don't, actually. Yeah, that's... That's about 75% of the questions I've got on Twitter. So I'm skipping those and you guys are assholes. Jared was already very clear. He doesn't think about his mother when he has sex. And I guarantee you, neither does Wendy or Alexis. Um, nope. And I do not- want to say that the, the book on mental health had BDSM listed for years and years and years as a disorder. And after doing a lot of studies, they have reversed their decision. And actually they have, they've come out with, a bunch of different studies in the U.S. that are now in, in the medical books that say not only is it not a disorder, but what they found is people who are kinky are more stable and happy and have longer term relationships and sexually satisfied well. than your regular person. It's not that we're better and smarter. We just have that level of communication and openness, which allows us to be that way. So we're actually better off than a lot of people. So people know people in a BDSM relationship actually have um, longer term relationships than those outside of it. And it's probably for the reasons that Wendy said, I only have numbers. I'm going to ask one of the questions we've got in here is, do you live this life all the time? And this is to all three of you. Alexis, can I start with you on this? Yes. Every aspect of my personality goes into my relationship and my career. Jared, what about you? Completely. I'm a very controlling person and it's what allows me to be successful as a fighter and as a teacher and in the bedroom. Maybe you don't put those last two together. <laughs> Wendy? 
Yes, we are 24-7. We live together, and absolutely, the dynamic is in our relationship all the time. And there's never a time as a sub that I feel subjugated or taken advantage of or put out. Because as the person who is dominant in our, in our relationship, my partner Dave, his number one priority is always to make sure I'm in great shape. So it's actually pretty great. I like this question. Are you happy? And how do you talk to somebody about wanting this kind of relationship? This one is directed to Jared from a young man who asked me not to say his name. How do you talk to a woman about getting this kind of relationship and does it make you happy? Well, it, for one, you got to be open. You have to say exactly how you, what you want, how you want it. And a large part of it depends on if the person's willing to go along with it with you. Get to find the white girl who's interested in it before you can even move forward in that. But if you don't talk to her, you'll never know. That's true. The worst they can say is no. Our next question is for Wendy. You are with somebody. No, she's not with Jared. Hang on. Moving on. Next question. <laughs> I did not bring a couple on. Um, next question for Wendy. You, we have a lot of questions here for Wendy. Uh, how... <laughs> From a, from a submissive perspective, how do you make a man be dominant? How do I uh, make him be dominant? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious about this. Yeah, uh, I don't know yeah, how you I, can change somebody works. who doesn't want to be dominant. I men who are dominant. <laughs> yeah. That, that's uh, how it works. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody can change me to wanting to be the... the nah, it's not that I want to be the submissive, <laughs> but not the dominant. You know, I'm... Just, I'm more well, of a neat pathway. Part- I'm more of an equal, more of an more more of an equal thing. You know, that's you know. Our next question is for Alexis, and then I'm going to let you guys take this over. Uh, Her name is Alexis, not to Summer's assistant. Her name Ah. is Alexis Romero, just so everyone knows. (laughs) Um, Spend five minutes with her, and I promise you won't forget it. Um, To the gentleman that sent his penis, she no, don't. They're coming to me, not her. Please don't do that. I don't care if it's pretty. I don't want to see that. The gentleman that asked, how do you tell a girl that you want to try butt stuff? <laughs> I am. I have a lot of penises here. I need a minute. Alexis. How, <laughs> okay. how you, oh, my God. Open oh. communication. Uh-huh. Hey, want to try you butt want stuff? to try anal, not butt stuff. I swear to God, the next person that refers to it as butt stuff. <laughs> Talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> butt stuff communication. It's the butt stuff. It's anal. I love butt stuff. <laughs> hey there, pretty lady. You want some butt stuff? Yeah, it's totally going to work in the bar tonight. Yeah, I know. Trailer park. Mm-hmm. And now for, I know you guys are joking about this, and this to a lot of you is a very serious thing. What advice would you give to young people that want to get into this? Because a lot of the questions we have, and I'm going to skip through them, are people that are interested in getting into the same kind of relationships you have. Um, There are a lot of questions from young men to both Jared and Alexis wanting to know how I talk my partner into being, you know, the submissive in the relationship or how I talk her into being the dominant in the relationship there are a lot of questions for Wendy how do I find a woman like you or how do I get into this so there's a lot of interest from people that want to get into this but don't know how and one question for Paul on how to get into porn 
which <laughs> we're just not addressing right now. Yeah, but, no, but no, we're on Alexis, Alexis Forrest, right? Yes, there yeah. we go. So, guys, how how did you get? I know Wendy, you've been in it seventeen years. I know Alexis and Jared. You guys have been in to this forever. Do you think this is something you're born with a preference for, or do you think it's just a formation of your personality? Oh, and I'll go. I'll go. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm older, and so I actually didn't get into it while well, it was 17 years ago uh, in, until my early 30s. So it wasn't something that I got into in my teens or even in my early 20s. But I and so when it came to me later in life, I was definitely happy that it was there and. I don't know that I would have been able to handle it at 18, even though I was, had been sexually active for a couple of years at that point. So it was a progression for me. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't in there. I remember, at being, I remember being six years old, waking up titillated because I had had a dream about being tied down in a dental chair. Now, that had never happened to me, but there was something in that, that is remarkably specific for a six-year-old, I'm just saying. Uh, that's actually very, very common. Young children yeah. do tend to have sexual dreams. When one stands out to them, they do remember it. Yep. Um, what advice would you give? We have about three minutes to a close. Can everyone give a shout-out? I'm going to put up links to everyone's Twitter and everyone's everything. Uh, we're going to have to redo this show and have you guys on again because we really didn't get into this as far as people want. And I have close to 700 questions right now. Wow. Okay. So, I, I thought we got we into it pretty far with them. the whole Let's pegging go. thing. So, yeah, we, 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 we have three minutes, we're two minutes. We are not answering 700 questions, but I am going to mm-hmm. ask you, um, for, for all of you, obviously Fifty Shades isn't a great thing. What advice would you give to someone trying to get into this lifestyle? Can I ask each of you for like 10, 15 seconds on that? Wendy? Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Uh, oh, sure. sorry. Oh, go ahead, Jared. The way to get into it is just be curious. Look, if you don't know what you're doing, look it up. If you want to do it, talk to your partner. If your partner doesn't want to do it, find someone who will satisfy you sexually. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll jump in. And in that okay. curiosity, you want to bring lightness and play. This is like, You don't have to. You don't have to do any of this. So this is an exciting, fun free moment to play and see, does this feel good? Does that feel good? Oh, I don't know if this is going to be great or not, but let's, oh, wait, let's stop. That, that's not working out. So just be willing to have a lightness and a playfulness to what you're trying out. And don't try anything crazy that you could hurt yourself with before you actually get some professional help. And people can help you. They're out there. Alexis? If you're dead set on sticking with your partner, then talk to him about it. If you want to explore new things and your partner's not interested in it, find somebody that is. It's not that difficult. There's tons of dating sites for BDSM. There's, And if you do do dating sites for BDSM, usually take a friend and do double dates. That's usually the smartest because there's a lot of weirdos, trust me. That's not just no. in the BDSM community. That's everywhere. Yeah. That's everywhere. Now, I, and, and I know these sites, the best one is kinked because we talked about it. It's where the less, we had the least creepers on the show we talked about people preying on people on social media. So kinked was actually a very, very safe site. Um, guys, thank you so, so much for being on the show. We, we have like 700 questions. If it's okay mm-hmm. with you all, I'd love to have you on again. 
um, and oh, yeah. maybe start earlier in the show with this and just mm-hmm. dedicate an entire show to this uh, because apparently everyone wants to talk about sex. And I'm just going to start with the let's talk about sex, baby. Yeah. Uh, thank you awesome. guys so much for being on the show. I didn't get to my sponsors. I didn't get to anything. We always get do a giveaway from Off-Road Rentals. Um, I have a whole bunch of sponsors. I'm going to put up all of my sponsors on the show this week, they're the people that keep me gorgeous for the red carpets. Thank you so much to my guests. Um, when you hear me talking about 151 first dates, that is the intended show with Drew Barrymore. When you hear me talking about 121 first dates, that's actually what we're using if we go with someone else. So you can learn some weird things about Hollywood. We have different ways of doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll put all that out there and out there. Uh, I want to say thank you very much to Wendy Newman, author of 121 first dates. I look for. I can't wait to to do the show with you. I know you're in hell with the Bible. I'm sorry, uh, Jared. Thank you so much for being on the show. For anyone that wants free MMA it. classes, uh, we will be having him on again. You can go down, get free MMA classes from a professional MMA fighter. He does Taekwondo, MMA, Jiu-Jitsu, all kinds of shit. I know because he's thrown me around. Not like that, uh, Alexis. Thank you very, very much for being on the show. I know you hate it, but clearly you hate Fifty Shades of Grey more than you hate being on air. <laughs> so much more. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you very, very much to everyone. And thank you, of course, to my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate. You guys need to check it out. Great podcast. Paul Michael Bolan. I promise we will bring them on again. Please stop sending me penises. Yeah, and, I am somehow... <laughs> And, and let me leave you with this. Remember, people, means no. Okay, I'm just saying. Just let me just go with that. Right? Oh, God, I'm so heli. All right. This was Behind the Scenes. We're going to try this again. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.